Andrew's Daily Five. Five. It's not the way you smile that touch my heart. It's not the way you kiss that tears me apart. Oh, 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 many, many nights roll by. Hi, I'm Andrew. Join Sarah and me as we take groups of five songs with female lead singers and figure out where does she rank. Let's rock and roll. Roll. Okay, welcome everyone back to episode two with Sarah. We have got six, uh, sorry, we've got five more songs from the 60s. And uh, these are the songs that I gave to Sarah that, uh, again, you had not heard or just didn't have an emotional, you probably heard a couple of them. That's correct. I think I was familiar with two, but I could count on one hand how many times I'd heard it and no emotional connections to any of these songs. Cool. Now what I'm going to do, so I had the same experience with this group of five as you did yesterday with Nina Simone. And that was when I listened to this group of five, there was one song that immediately, immediately was my favorite song, potentially like for my favorite song for like the last little while. Anyway, I just loved it. So I want you to either write on a little piece of paper while I'm talking or make a note which one you think it is. Because I want to know if you think... Like me, because we thought a lot I, like each other yesterday, I, too. I have a... Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I think I know which is your favorite. Excellent. All right. Uh, the intro song that you heard was The Shirelles, also a girl group from the 60s. This was from 1961. That was Baby, It's You. Um, that song, if you're a big Beatles fan, you'll recognize that one because the Beatles covered that song. And uh, I always love that song, but I really like the way the Shirelles did it. So that was the intro song. Okay, well, let's get into it and figure out where does she rank. We've got my number five song, which is One Good Man by Janis by Janis Joplin from 1969. So this song is from Janis's debut solo album entitled I Got Them Old Cosmic Blues Again Mama, um, which is a cool album title. And the album cover is very cool. Like She just looks angry. Like She's just... It's, it's a cool album cover. Now, she wrote this song. She didn't write all the songs on the album, but she did write this one. Uh, Joplin was born in 1943 in Texas. She rose to fame in 1967 following an appearance at the Monterey Pop Festival, where she was the lead singer of the then-little-known psychedelic rock band Big Brother and the Holding Company. And then she went solo a couple years later in 1969, but tragically died the next year, 1970, from a heroin overdose at the dubious age of 27. So this song was released. This is actually her only solo album that was released during her lifetime. There was one other solo album that was released posthumously um, the following year. So let's take a listen to One Good Man by Janis Joplin. I like to have a good time 
Okay, now, uh, as you're going to hear, the other four songs are not rock and roll. This is actually the only rock and roll song, which is uh, interesting because I'm a big rock and roll guy, but I feel like my tastes are changing, and I'm really, really loving the R&B lately. So uh, this is the only rock song that I have, and I love the blues rock feel of the song. Her voice perfectly complements this blues rock style. Great lead guitar work by Sam Andrew. He was recruited from the holding company that she was with in that band. Uh, The lyric I wrote that I really liked on this song was, I just want to find someone sincere who'd treat me like he talks. Um, That is an awesome lyric, and I love Janis Joplin. Um, She's got some fantastic, fantastic work. I was not as familiar with this song, and I really enjoyed it. Um, Okay, on to my number four, and this one is A Fool in Love by Ike and Tina Turner. Now, if you know much about Ike and Tina Turner, most of it is Tina Turner with Ike's name on it. So he does a little bit. I think he's more in the production. He does do a little bit of singing, but it's mostly Tina. Um, This is the debut single of Ike and Tina Turner. It was one of the first R&B recordings to successfully cross over to the pop charts and became a million seller. This is from 1960. The music journalist Kurt Loder deemed it, quote, the blackest record to creep into the white pop charts since Ray Charles gospel-styled What Did I Say? I thought that was a cool quote. Tina Turner was born Anna Mae Bullock in 1939 in Tennessee. She rose to prominence with her husband, Ike, and later they had, and later she had a successful solo career. She was the first black artist and the first female to be on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine, awesome. which I thought was pretty cool. First black artist and first female, and she is still living. So let's take a listen to A Fool in Love by Tina Turner. And Ike, I guess. Sorry. Ike and Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Something on my mind Won't somebody please Please tell me what's wrong You just a fool You know you're in He's got me smiling, and I should be ashamed. Got me. Lying. 
Okay, so Tina screams so much in this song. She might overdo it. I'm not sure, but she's just screaming almost the whole song. But it's awesome. Uh, I do love the eye cats in the background. It is so passionate. Oh my gosh, uh, I do love the eye cats in the background. They are awesome, and the eye cats who's the background singers, they keep explaining to her why she is acting irrationally, and that's because she's a fool in love. So the lyric I got written is, he's got me smiling when I should be ashamed, got me laughing when my heart is in pain. Uh, so a fool in love is not necessarily a rational person. We know this. We know this. All right. Uh, number three is Etta James. This is the song I'd Rather Go Blind from 1967. So James said that she heard the outline of the song from her friend Ellington Jordan when she visited him in prison, and then they finished the song together, and she recorded the song at the Fame Studios in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Etta James was born Gemma Hawkins in 1938 in Los Angeles. Her deep and earthy voice bridged the gap between R&B and rock and roll, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame called her voice one of the greatest voices of her century and says she is forever the matriarch of blues. She died in 2012 from leukemia. Let's take a listen to I'd Rather Go Blind by Etta James. soulful as well. Um, she's so heartbroken that her relationship is over, but she would rather go blind than see him walk away from her. That's pretty powerful. That is now, powerful. Sarah, you and I are both optometrists. <laughs> Have you ever had a patient come in and say, listen, I'm heartbroken. I need to go blind. Help me out here. I, I can't say I've ever heard that, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure Ed is not the only one who's felt that at some point in life. So much pain that you don't even want to see anymore. Maybe you don't want to hear anymore. Uh, you just want to close yourself off to the world. Uh, the lyric I wrote down, I was just sitting here thinking of your kiss and your warm embrace when the reflection in the glass that I held to my lips revealed the tears that was on my face. Um, she's got a great voice. Of course, everyone knows Etta James from the song At Last, um, which she shines in as well. But um, this, this was a phenomenal song, and I really, really liked it. Okay, we got two left. Am I, is my number one still on the board that you have Your predicted? number one is still on okay. the board. Okay, all right. Well, my number two is This Old Heart of Mine is Weak for You by the Supremes. Okay, um, so no reaction there. So I guess we'll find out later what your what your prediction was. Uh, well, I, I just um, can't. I can't hold it in. I'm right. 
I'm right. Yes, okay. I, I knew, I, I I knew you would be. It's, it's, it's so good. Okay, well, we're going to get to my number one in a second, Well, but I'm so glad that we know each other this well. Um, okay, The Supremes. This song was from 1966 and was written by the songwriting team of Holland Dozier Holland and originally recorded earlier in 66 by the Isley Brothers, and The Supremes released their version later in 1966. Uh, did I mention this is Motown? I think I did. Maybe I didn't. Um, anyway, this is a Motown. So this is a Motown song. Um, the Supremes were actually founded as the Primettes in Detroit in 1959, and they were the most commercially successful of Motown's acts. Uh, lead singer Diana Ross was born in 1944 in Detroit. She embarked on a solo career in 1970 after having spent the 60s ruling the world with the Supremes, and she also had a very successful acting career, which I didn't know much about. Her hits as a Supreme and as a solo artist combined put her among the top five artists on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart from 1955 to 2018. I did not realize that as well. So when you combine her hits from the Supremes and as a solo, top five. That's incredible. Billboard Hot 100 singles charts. Very, very cool. And then she is also still living. So let's take a listen to Diana Ross and the Supremes singing This Old Heart of Mine is Weak for You. Okay, so real quick before I get to my notes on this, a fun memory with this song. Um, I was driving to a concert with my two teenage kids in Carborough, which is about a 45-minute drive. And I was like, do you guys care what we listen to? And they're like, no, we don't care. And so I put this album on, The Supremes A Go-Go, I mm-hmm. think is what it's called. Yeah, The Supremes A Go-Go. And I was just jamming. I was like, this album is perfection. And they were they loved it too. So they don't hear a lot of 60s girl groups from me, but they were really enjoying it. And uh, so that this song now always kind of reminds me of that drive that we took to see that concert. We saw a, a guy named Cave Town. You ever heard of that guy? That sounds familiar, but I couldn't identify a song or... Yeah, he's a he's good. He's like kind of indie lo-fi pop kind of thing, and it was a great concert. They had they had a great time, and he put on a good show. Anyway, all right. So this has a classic Motown feel to the song. It's hard not to love it. It's hard not to get just moving and grooving and tapping your feet. I really enjoyed the imagery of the lyrics. So an old heart indicates that she has gone through many many heartbreaks. Instead of her heart getting stronger, though, it has become weak for him. So listen to this. 
Quote, the way you treat me leaves me incomplete. You're here for the day, gone for the week. But if you leave me a hundred times, a hundred times, I'll take you back. Um, so this is kind of, you know, similar to The Fool in Love by Tina Turner. Um, she's not maybe acting very ra- very rational. But, um, but anyway, she's weak for him. And it's a great song. So that was my number two. My number one, as Sarah has correctly predicted, and this was like immediate again, and this is Dusty Springfield's I Only Want to Be With You, which is not to be confused with Hootie and the Blowfishes. I want to be, I only want to be with you from 1994. <laughs> Could be confusing. Um, yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is the title is Only Want to Be With You, whereas Hootie is I Only Want to Be With You, but she actually sings Wanna Be. Um, anyway, this is from 1963. This is the debut single by this British blue-eyed soul singer, and it peaked at number four in the UK. In the US, Dusty was the second artist of the British invasion after the Beatles to have a hit, entering the Billboard chart at number 77 in the last week of January of 64 and peaking at number 12. So when we talk about the British invasion, we had the Beatles, we had the Rolling Stones, we had the Who, we had all these groups. Dusty was the second. She was the second one from Britain to uh, quote-unquote invade the US. Um, their production team used a wall of sound approach to the song. Thanks, Phil Spector, for that idea. Dusty Springfield was born Mary Isabel Catherine Bernadette O'Brien in 1939 in West Hampstead, London. Her image, marked by a peroxide blonde buffet beehive hairstyle, heavy makeup, and evening gowns, made her an icon of the swinging 60s. And she was named an officer of the Order of the British Empire in 1999. And she died a few weeks after getting that honor uh, from breast cancer. She died a few weeks later. Um, so let's, t- let's take a listen to my favorite song, I Only Want to Be With You. Yeah, I just love this song so much. I've listened to it like 30 times already. I just can't get enough of it. Um, I I had never heard this song before we started this project. So I'd heard a couple Dusty Springfield songs. Of course, Son of a Preacher Man is the one that everyone knows. But I immediately connected it. It was my favorite right away. The beat and the happiness that burst from this song just get me excited every time I hear it. Just can't get enough. So that's my number one. I I don't have too many rational things to say about it. I just absolutely love it. The melody, the instruments, everything. Just love it. So... Well, you know, I think I was able, you maybe unintentionally gave me a little hint and you said, you know, I have my five songs and there's one in particular that I really love and I'm just going around singing it all the time. 
And I listen to your five songs, and I can't really see you singing Tina Turner around the house. <laughs> you know, I can't see you saying I'd rather go blind by Ed James <laughs> singing around the house. So I was able to eliminate a couple of them. Right, yeah. And that's that's how I was able to narrow it down a little bit easier. It is very, very sing-alongable. It is just so catchy. So, all right, well, let me go ahead and try to predict. I think your favorite song was The Supremes, and I think your least favorite song was Tina Turner. So let's hear how you ranked the songs, Miss Sarah. All right, I want to start by saying, again, all legends, all awesome songs. Um, My scores are really close for all of the songs. Okay. But beginning with my number five, I don't want to let you down. Oh, no. It's Dusty Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one, devastated. I gave it a solid five. Like, it's a solid song. Okay. It is it's singable. <laughs> you know, so I, I thought it was catchy and lighthearted. You know, there's some really good um, strings on the bridge, some really good right. instrumentation. Um, but it was like ho-hum for me. You know? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, that's so all good. I gave that one a five. How did okay. you rate that one? Or? Let's do the scores at the end. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. So then my fourth is the Supremes. Okay. Wow. So we are yeah. opposite today. Yesterday, we were very, very similar. Interesting. And we were. Today, a little bit different. So I just want to say I really love Diana Ross's voice. You know, I would describe it as smooth like butter. I think she's an incredible, incredible vocalist. Um, And this similar to I Only Want to Be With You, I feel like something that could get stuck in your head and, you know, something that you'll sing and bob around. And and I liked that as well. So I gave The Supremes a six. Okay. And then number three is Tina Turner. Okay. So full in love. You know, that girl can sing, right? Yeah. But sometimes we can over sing, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, I can I can take that in, in doses. Um, you had mentioned some lyrics that resonated with me as well, but um, kind of thinking big picture and like application to our, our own life is, yes, way of action speaks louder than words. The truest thing that I ever heard. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's not unique to the song, but that concept is something that I think we can all, um, you know, can resonate and be part of our lives. So number two for me is Janis Joplin, One Good Man. Okay. Wow. All right. I I loved the, is it an organ on the intro? I thought that that was really yeah. kind of catchy, the opening from the, the very first yeah. note. The guitar is incredible. So good. Incredible. And if you just heard the guitar, like you would know that's a 60s guitar. Right. Um, her voice, you know, she's got that kind of raspy voice, and I really enjoy it. But again, in small doses. Okay, cool. Um, so really liked that. Um, your line about um, being sincere, loved that as well. Right. Um, I also liked some girls, they want to collect their men. They wear them like notches on a gun. <laughs> I did like that line and too. And <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was really good. And so that brings me to my number one of your five, which is Etta James, I'd Rather Go Blind. And, you know, I feel like this song, it's, it's filled with metaphors, but it's written as a narrative. You know, she's almost telling a story 
about something that occurred in one sitting. You know, she's in a restaurant, she sees, you know, her love talking with another woman. Um, but when the reflection in the glass I held to my lips now, baby revealed the tears that was on my face. Yeah. And yeah. again, that's just incredible imagery. And I really, really enjoyed um, I'd Rather Go Blind. It's a fantastic song. Now, what we have learned so far is that I am predictable and you maybe are not because I was not able to predict you at all, um, which is fine. Um, so, yeah, you had uh, the Dusty Springfield as your number five. You gave it a 5.0. So I gave that song a 9.5. Wow. I love that wow. song. And that's a pretty big that's a pretty big point difference, four and a half there. But uh, I knew you, you know, loved it. You knew I loved it. Yeah. You knew I loved I, and it. I could see why you love it. <laughs> And then your number four was the Supreme song. You gave that a 6.0. I did. I gave the Supreme song an 8.0. Okay. Um, so I really liked that one. That was my second favorite. Uh, your number three was A Fool in Love. Uh, what would you give that song? I gave that one a 6.5. Okay, cool. I gave A Fool in Love a 6.0. So we both okay. liked that one quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you on Tina maybe overdoing a little bit on the screaming. Um, the One Good Man was your number two. So what'd you give One Good Man? 7.5. Okay. I gave it a 5.5. Um, so that was my least favorite of the five. And then your favorite, I'd Rather Go Blind by Etta James. I gave that one a 7.0. I gave that one an 8.0. Okay, so we didn't quite reach the nine threshold for your favorite like we did yesterday. Yeah, and our order's not similar, but some of our numbers really are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Awesome. Well, we are two episodes in and looking forward tomorrow to start the 70s. So when we finish recording here, we're going to give each other n new songs. Uh, we're going to veto any that we know really well or have an emotional connection to. This is going to get a little easier as we get going on in the decades and there's more females to choose from. But... You know, th these females, like you said yesterday, are just living, are just legends. They're so amazing. And I'm so glad that I got to spend all this time listening to these 10 artists and would like to explore more from them as well. So, Sarah, thanks so much for joining me. This is awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that's my takeaway, too. Like, you know, putting the 60s on my radar, you know, on the radio is not on my radar before, but it certainly is now. Yeah. And if you liked, uh, you know, if any of you liked some of the songs uh, and the artists that you heard, go check out the rest of their discography. Um, you know, this has been cool to just kind of dive into some of these artists that, again, I'd heard their hits or their big, big songs or whatever, but not as much of the other songs. So they, they have some amazing music out there. And uh it's, we're just blessed to have such wonderful women. Awesome. So. Cool. We'll see you guys tomorrow at the 70s. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Many, many nights roll by. I sit alone at home and cry over you. What can I do? I can't help myself. Because, baby, it's you. Baby